You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning we just declare that you are, you, you are our benevolent Father. We recognize the fact that your goodness is running after us. Your goodness has been running after us since the day that we, each of us was born. Lord, your goodness has been running after us since the beginning of this year. On January the 1st, your goodness ran after us. Lord, on January 31st, your goodness was running after us. It's been chasing us. We have been enjoying it. Lord, even when things didn't look okay, we know that your goodness was with us. Lord, even when we were confused and we sort of thought we lacked direction, your goodness was with us. Lord, when we, when we thought we had armored and secured the bag, we know that it was your goodness. Lord, when we fell sick and we recovered, we know that it was your goodness. Lord, when we landed the promotion letters, we know that it was your goodness. Lord, when the lady said yes, we know that it was your goodness. Father, we give you praise this morning. We give you praise. We give you praise. Lord, health in our body. Lord, when we know that we have a sense of purpose, when we read your scriptures and we receive revelation, when we, are, when we ask you for direction and you speak to us, it is an evidence of your goodness, O oh God. And Lord, we do not take your goodness for granted. Lord, we know that it is, the, it is the beginning of the last month in year 2021. And Lord, we just rejoice in the fact that we have been beneficiaries of your goodness. We thank you, Father. We do not take it for granted. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. You want to put your hands together for Jesus this morning? Put your hands together for Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, you know, you know there, there is a sense in which, there is a sense in which it is, it is an amazing thing to be able to brag about the goodness of God. Yeah? Um, that I can say, look, God has been good to me. I have encountered his favor. I have encountered his goodness in my life. God, God delights in those sort of conversations, right? And I want to sort of, you know, as we go through this month of December, you know, just go through all that kind of conversations, just documenting and letting God know. If I'm letting other people know how God has been good to us. Hallelujah. Amen. How many people remember Pastor Idris? Many of you remember Pastor Idris? Okay, so, I mean, well, I, I don't know. Somebody says, Pastor, I mean, Pastor. Anyway, so right in, another, in about nine or eight minutes, right, Pastor Idris is going to go live at Elevation London. Yeah. That's where he's this morning. He's having fun with my people back there. All right. He's going to be there for two weeks. Uh, just in case you're looking for him and you're missing him. I've kidnapped him and um, sent him to, to London to, to help out while I'm here. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I know that in the last couple of weeks, we've been having what we call honest conversations about money. True or false? Okay. How has that been for you? Fantastic. Thank you very much. Anybody want to sort of yell at me what has been, what has been, what, what, what has stood up for them, right? What's been your own big, big takeaway so far? Anybody? Sorry? Have money. All right. Okay. Yeah, sure. We're going to have money. Yes, I agree. Okay. Anybody else? Invest in people. Thank you very much. All right. Great. Anybody else? Abundance. Thank you. Abundance. Abundance. Yes. Okay. Anybody else? We're not too young. I agree completely. We're not too young, all right? Yes, somebody over here said something. Love everyone. Love everyone. Yes, thank you very much. That's great. Okay, one last person. Anybody, anybody from here? Open your eyes to your reality, reality, or your reality of life. Excellent. Thank you. Anybody here? Did you guys come? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so, so we're going to carry on that conversation this morning, right? Um, and today we're talking about money on a mission. Yeah? Money on a mission. I mean, when you hear money on a mission, what comes to your mind, basically? When you hear money on a mission, what comes to your mind? Anybody want to say something? What, when you hear money on a mission, what comes to your mind? Ma? Investment. Okay, all right. That's, that's, that's one, one part of it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes, anybody else? What comes to your mind when you hear money on a mission? Using your money to achieve a goal. All right, thank you. You must be a professor. Yes, anybody else? Money on wheels. Excellent, thank you very much. Where is the money going? What kind of wheels? What kind of wheels? 
Rolls Royce. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so money on wheels. Yes, yes. Money on wheels. Yeah. Anybody else? Has anybody watched a, a, a Mission Impossible mission movie before? <laughs> you guys need to let us in on the joke, right? There's some excitement going on at the back. Has anybody watched Mission Impossible? Any, any of them before? So, so how does it start typically? Okay, no, no, so, so, so let's, let's get back to the soundtrack. Let's get past the soundtrack. So, <laughs> let's get past the soundtrack. So, so somewhere along the line, right? So, exactly. So somewhere along the line, somebody will show up and go and say, and then so they sort of trick themselves or trick us, you know, and then the guy gets something and then says, oh, your mission is X, Y, Z, A, B, Z. If you choose to accept, this message will self-destruct in something, something, something. In five seconds, five, boom, 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 and then boom, right? And then what happens after then? Sir? It goes on the mission, right? So, 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 so he goes on the mission, right? And then in the course of going on the mission, what happens? They encounter problems, they encounter the enemies, all kinds of things happen. But what, 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 what do they do? They fight, right? They try to resolve the issues, you know, but just they, they try to innovate, okay? Sometimes, sometimes they even get to the... They are on the, in the course of the mission, they find out that perhaps someone has lied to them, they've been deceived one way or the other. Even the people that send them on the mission might have just missed out some details that were very crucial, right? But what do they do? Because they have accepted the mission, they're very intentional about the way they do things, okay? And they run after the mission to achieve the mission, isn't it? Sometimes they make sacrifices. Sometimes they suffer bodily injuries, Sometimes they give up their own comforts because of a mission that they are committed to. Yeah? In fact, many times, they do not even have a chance to, 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 to touch base with the people who send them on the mission because they have been released. They said, go and do this thing and get it done. So, so it's the same thing this morning, right? I want, to have, I want you to have that picture in your mind about the fact that, you know, someone has told me that we're... we're um, we're going to make money, right? That's part of the things that I've said. So, so we've had conversations about how God has packaged it for us such that we can have access to abundance, right? But what you must understand is that abundance has a reason. Abundance has a purpose. Abundance has a reason. Abundance has a mission. And so God releases abundance in our direction for a purpose, and of course, when we receive the blessing of abundance, we in turn must learn to send the money on a mission. And there are multiple directions, multiple different kinds of missions that the money can go on. Yeah? The money can go on a mission of enjoyment. Yeah? In some context, 30 December is a, is, a, is a mission for the money. <laughs> I'm not going to answer you. <laughs> but, but the question is, how should I, as a child of God, who has received the blessing of abundance, right, what kind of mission should, my, should, should I be positioning my money to go on? Hallelujah. So if you turn with me this morning, your Bible to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, which I believe is one of the anchor scriptures, right, um, for, this, for, for the honest conversions about money. It says, and God is what? God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Can I ask you to, are we projecting on the screen? Can I ask you to help me read it to your neighbor this morning? Just look at your neighbor, right? Look at them. Don't, we're not being rude. We're just being emphatic. Just point at them, actually. And let's read together. Let's start all over again, right? Let's go, all of us together. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always have enough sufficiency in all things. Pause. Wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause. Pause. So let's go back to always having that let's go. That you always having sufficiency in all things, 
may have an abundance for every good work. So, so how many, in this place that we have read, how many kinds of missions can you see that the money can go on? What? Every good works, okay, yeah, that's one. Can you see any other one? What? Can you see another one? Anybody see another one? Guys, don't be religious, right? Uh, say, abundance, every good work, yes, I can see. Sorry, say that again. Sufficiency in all things, right? So, so the Bible very clearly says that God makes money available. Money, mission number one, is sufficiency in all things for me. So, so God is not against me having a good life. God is not against me, you know, um, enjoying money and the things that money can procure. But on the other side, you see, God knows human nature so well that it is very easy to become extremely accustomed to comfort and enjoyment that we forget good works. And so he layers it and makes it very clear that the same measure in which I am trusting God for sufficiency in all things, to be able to get money on wheels, like somebody said from that corner, it is the same way that I should be able to exercise my faith to have money to do good works. I mean, if we were to get access to your online banking app this morning, or if we were to just look at your debit alerts, what story is he going to tell us <laughs> about, your, about the mission of your money? About the mission that, your money, that our money has been on? So, if, so, if, so if, if BWS were to stand here today now and say, look, unless I see it, you're not going to go home. Come and show me. So, so, so is Pastor BWS going to go home a happy person or an unhappy person? Considering the kind of missions that our money... <laughs> Yeah, that, we been, that our, money, our, our money has been going on. And I think that's a very interesting question. You see, there are people in this life who want us to think and to believe that God is only interested in the good works part of the equation. No. Those are the kind of people who go on social media and, and try to shame and shade Christians who are living a good life. All right? But, but there are also other people who, who want to sort of position that the only reason that God gives us money is that I, me, and myself can have a good life without other people. But that is not the reason. You know, talking about people who sort of try to shame Christians, I, I, I stumbled on, uh, I don't even remember, I think someone sent it to me. So, so there's, there's some Instagram account called uh, Preacher Snickers or something like that. So, so this guy what, what he does with that account, the guy is, is in the U.S., all he does with that account is that he looks at pastors, um, um, people, celebrities like Falabi, you know, and just takes their pictures, you know, and says, and then points out, so, so he will take a picture of, of, of Falabi's very nice shoes and then go online and go to the um, online store of the manufacturer of the shoe and then take a picture of that thing and put all the it together and say, see, see Pastor Falabi wearing a $2,000 Gucci shoe. That's all that the guy does with the account, right? <laughs> now, 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 God, the Bible says God has given us all things to freely enjoy. That is a reasonable mission. But God does not want us to stop there. Let's read again 1 Timothy chapter 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6. And we will read from verse 17 to 19. 1 Timothy chapter 6, we read from verse 17 to 19. It says, teach those who are rich in this world. And I am teaching you. So, so Paul wrote this thing to Pastor Timothy. So today, I am Pastor Timothy. Yeah? And you are the people who are rich in this world. Whether you agree or not, you are rich people. Yeah? Okay. So it says, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, 
who richly gives us all we need for what? For our enjoying you. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasures as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. So the one of the first things I want you to understand this morning is that abundance must connect with purpose to prevent mismanagement or abuse. Abundance must connect with purpose to prevent mismanagement or abuse. So, so there is the purpose of enjoyment and there is the purpose of doing good works. And this morning, I want to focus on the purpose of doing good works. All of us know enough about the purpose of enjoyment, true of us. All I need to do is just look at everybody sitting here. I can see that all of you, everybody knows the purpose of enjoyment, right? So, 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 so because being focused on good works is a reflection of the fact that we have the love nature of God. Remember the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only begotten son. For the purpose and the benefit of the world being redeemed back to him. And so God wants us to make good works, blessing others, a primary mission on which we send our money. But you see, there are people who are very crucially, overwhelmingly focused on survival alone. And what we must all understand is that those who are focused on survival and just getting by, they rarely see opportunities to abound in good works. So there are people that when you ask them and say, look, why haven't you given to someone? They say, oh, well, I don't know anybody who to give. I don't know anybody who is broke. My father is fine. My mom is fine. My brothers are well. Everybody is good. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I just can't think about it. I don't know. The only place I know to put my money is maybe I'll go and give something to church. It's not true. Everywhere you turn in this city of Lagos, just walk a 10-meter radius, even in Banana Island. You will find somebody who has a need. All right? That person is masquerading and disguising as somebody's driver, house help, colleague at work or whatever it is, you know, you will, we will find them. They're in our offices. They're everywhere that we go. But you see, if you, if, you, if you were to read the passages of scriptures that I've read to you this morning, it is also very easy to fall for a lie that suggests that you can only focus on the good work mission only when you have abundance. After you have gone through the enjoyment mission, there is nothing that can be further from the truth. God wants us to focus on the good work mission at every single stage of our lives. Whether I am a low-income earner, a high-income earner, whether I am balling or I am semi-balling or barely balling, whether I have secured the bag or all I have is an envelope, yeah? God wants us to focus on good works. So, 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 so the good work mission is not just for people who have made it, like the people sitting on this side, right? And for Labi himself. It is all of us, yeah? It doesn't matter how you, whether, whether, it doesn't matter which gate you entered church through this morning whether the pedestrian gates or the gates that they drive cars through, God still wants every one of us to focus on doing good works. Hallelujah. And so, so we can't afford to wait until we'll have excess before we do good works. Because good works, the good work mission is simply called generosity. And generosity is a mindset have you not seen stingy rich people before? So it's not a function of what you have. It's a function of your mind. I have seen, oh gosh. Let me tell you one story. I, I used to have a, I have a boss. I mean, I had a boss many years ago. This will be about, I don't know, um, 2000 and 
think it was 2003, was before I got married. 2003, that was about 18 years ago, right? Um, this guy was several years ahead of me at work. Um, and we were, we were going to take a trip together. It was an in so, so, so we went, went to Ghana for training. Went to Ghana for training. And customarily, when you travel abroad, whether it is abroad or overseas, you know, whether you just cross the border or you... <laughs> whether, whether, where you whether your trip was 45 minutes or six hours, customarily, when you're coming back, you will buy chocolate, right? And so we got to, to, to the airport at Ghana. And, and so he said, oh, Tsuji, come, come, come. Go to the duty-free shop, come and buy chocolate and all that, so we can take back to the office. I mean, I had bought some that I wanted to give my friends, so I said, okay, no problem, yeah? This guy was the boss. He was like five or six levels ahead of me. So he gave me money. I don't remember how much he gave me to go and buy the chocolate. So I went, bought chocolate, brought back and all that, and this guy collected receipts, looked at it, and said, okay, so where's the balance? In my head, I was like, I don't even remember whether I collected it from them because the balance was maybe like $2 or something like that. That was the first question he asked me. And I was like, how stingy can you be, boss? I don't remember what happened, but I think I produced that, the, the receipt plus the $2 and the chocolate and gave him. Yeah? So, 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 generosity is not a function of the capacity of your bank account. It is a function of the capacity of your heart. And as children of God, who have the love of Christ in us and the nature of God in us, right? We have the ability at every phase and stage of life to work in the good works mission of money. Hallelujah. So, so, so that has to ring in our minds at all times. I mean, children can be generous. Children can also be selfish. I like to tell stories quite a bit. Let me tell you another story. I was in, when I was in primary, I think three or four, right? In those days, before the, the current kind of schools that they have now, that like we have now, in those days, you will go to school, your parents will give you money to buy lunch at school. It was a defined amount of money. Now, now in these days, primary school children don't touch money, Everything you pay is in the school fees. They eat all kinds of things at all kinds of times. But when they go to school, when my children were in school, they used to maybe have like two different things. And I'm like, is this school we send these people to or do we send them to go and eat or we send them to go and learn or we send them to go and eat? Anyway, so my dad would give me pocket money, one naira. One naira. One naira note like this. My dad would give me and I would take to school. Yeah? My lunch was, I think, my lunch allowance at some point was 10 kobo. So the one naira was for 10 days. Could be for 10 days. Yes, now. Or 1983, 84. Or, or, and then at some point I graduated to 20 kobo per day, right? So, so 20 kobo meant that in the morning when I got to school, I could buy a meat pie for 10 kobo and then 10 kobo for rice and beans in the afternoon with fish. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so, so this day, he had given me the money, yeah, given me the one naira. So when it was lunchtime, and I was going to buy lunch, so he gave me one naira, and the, the idea was buy your lunch, bring back home the, the, the remaining money, right? And so I was going to buy my lunch, and I discovered that the, one of the greatest tragedies of my life up until that time had happened. One naira had gone missing. Chai. Pocket money for two weeks. Ten days. Gone. Ha. What was that? And the, you see, what do you think was the biggest problem that I had? Based on the fact that that money was lost. Exactly. So, so the biggest problem was, was the punishment for losing the money. The biggest problem was not that I was, not, I, was, I was likely not to have lunch to eat. That one, that one was a small problem. The biggest problem was going to be the beating and the punishment for losing such an amount of money. 
Ah, that mean, that one that I told you was, it was lunch money for 10 days. Don't forget. Anyway, so what happened? Lunchtime came. Everybody was eating, and I just didn't eat anything. And then the next thing I knew, my friends, remember I was in primary four, so in primary four, you'll probably be maybe age eight or nine. Yeah? And all these wonderful eight and nine-year-old girls, not boys, God will forgive boys. <laughs> It's about me. Yes, sir. No, I think it's about the boys. <laughs> anyway, they, they found out that I, I had lost my lunch money. And all of a sudden, 10 cover from someone, 5 cover from another person, 10 cover from someone, my one naira became complete again. So, 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 so generosity and good works is not a function of age. So the same way that someone said, we're not too young to make money, we're not too young to be generous. We're not too young to do good works. We're not too young to start foundations. We're not too young to start NGOs. We're not too young to solve big and complex problems with money. We're not too young to see issues and solve them. We're not too young to start social enterprises and do incredibly great things. Because God has wired us with that spirit that, that desire to be a blessing to other people. Hallelujah. And so first opportunity, first kind of good work mission that you should send your money on, right, is to give to the poor and the less privileged. Can you please look at the person sitting next to you who is pretending to avoid eye contact with me and say, give to the poor and the less privileged. Give to the poor and the less privileged. Okay, so let's tension them a little bit more. Ask them, do you give to the poor and the less privileged? Oh, right. So one confident person here said yes. Thank you very much. God bless you. You see, God has created, you see, God is very powerful. He can solve all kinds of, the Bible says that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to his power that is at work in us. That is God. But you see, God also has wired us and delegated quite a lot of authority to us to be able to solve certain problems. And economic problems of other people is one of the problems that God has delegated to us to solve. And so you and I, one of the missions that our money must go on is to be the answer to the prayers of someone else. So the guy that is praying and holding night vigil to be able to find a hundred thousand to pay his school fees. Yeah? How many of you have, how many people have this kind of bosses that someone sends your boss an email and says, they're XYZ pressing, they're Pastor BWS, um, we, we, we would like to, um, yeah, so they're Pastor BWS, you know, um, my name is XYZ pressing. Um, my, my, my parents have been angry with me, we have been fighting, my boyfriend is not happy with me, or my girlfriend is not happy with me, I, I need counseling, and so on, so on, so on, so on, so on, so right? And then Pastor BWS goes and forwards that email and says, there, Femi, please resolve this issue. Do you have bosses like that? No? Someone said no. Ah, a lot. Thank you very much. So, so what God has done is, is that many instances what he does when he gets those sort of prayer requests, prayer points, is he forwards them. And he says, there Chukudi, please deal. But the problem many times is that when the mail is approaching Chukudi's mailbox, it goes to voicemail. Or it goes to spam. Chukudi has wired it to say, all... <laughs> All, all mails from so-and-so-and-so containing so-and-so-and-so-and-so sent to spam. Hallelujah. You see, let, let me read it. Let me read a portion of scriptures. Levit Leviticus chapter 19 from verse 9. So here was God talking to the Israelites. He said, look, when you harvest the crops of your land, do not harvest the grain 
along the edges of your fields and do not pick up what the harvesters drop. It is the same with your grape crop. Do not strip every last bunch of grapes from the vines and do not pick up the grapes that fall to the ground. Leave them for the poor and the foreigners living among you. I am the Lord your God. So God basically says, look, let's create a system where by the reason of the fact that you are productive, you're earning an income, something from you must fall to the ground for someone else to pick up. He says, don't eat everything. Don't appropriate everything to yourself. And you know, the interesting thing is this. You know, when God wrote, when, when he said this thing, he didn't say, if your farm is as big as, tell me the name of one of a big farm that you know, of Asajor Farms, right? Then that's when you should do this. He didn't say if your farm is just the size of this room, eat everything. No, because God is a God of relative capacity. What you have the ability to do, he commits your hand to do. Somebody says, let's leave philanthropy for Dangote. No, we're not leaving philanthropy for Dangote. All of us are wired to be philanthropy. The word philanthropy is, is a Latin word that says the love of mankind. All of us are wired to, to, to have that capacity on behalf of God to send our money on the philanthropy mission. Hallelujah. So, so, so let's avoid the temptation of becoming calloused and unmoved in the presence of obvious needs in the lives of others. I mean, I know that we live in this city of Lagos where very many people are adept at scamming other people. As all of us say, ah, me, I'm a Lagos person, you can't scam me. It's okay. You know, let's not be so focused on not getting taken, right, that we become callous and unwilling to help other people. Hallelujah. And of course, also, there is a way that someone can feel overwhelmed and say, look, this problem, there are too many problems. Problem, no, they finish. It's true. So, So problem, no, they finish. Solve the one that you can solve. God didn't send you. The mission of your money is not to solve all problems. It's to solve the ones within your capacity. That's all. Let me tell you another story about myself. So, you know how someone wants to get married? Or they say, my dad has died, I want to do a funeral, you know. And in your head, you calculate how much money is likely to cost them, right? Whether it will cost $2 million or $5 million or whatever. And I say, oh, wow. All I have to give as a present to this guy who wants to get married is 20K. His budget is two million, five million, or whatever amount of money it is, and I see that he needs help. But if I give him twenty k, twenty k will not help him. So I pocket my twenty k, and I say, "Well, God help him, send him people that will give him two hundred k, hundred k, and all that, and all that." You know, one day, I believe it was the Holy Spirit that brought that thought to my mind. He said, "Give him what you have." When you and him and her and other people give him the twenty k, he will get the two hundred k. It's okay. Do your own. You were not created to. So, so, so let, let's not be overwhelmed by the gravity of the issues around us that we then become paralyzed from wanting to engage. And this is applicable in almost anything and everything in life. Do your bits and leave the rest. They said there are how many million children out of school? It's okay. If you can only send one of them back to school, it makes a difference in the life of that one and his family and his generations to come. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, so I want to rush. Gosh, my time is almost up. Um, The second thing is carry out good works in your family and your community. Yeah? So remember, we're talking about money on a mission. Where do you send your money to? So the first one we've said, the poor and the needy. The second one, family and community. And we've laid the foundation that we're, not, we're neither too young or neither too broke to be, to be useful. So, so family and community. 
are also places that we must engage. Let me read a portion of scripture to you. Isaiah chapter, where is it? Isaiah chapter 58, yes. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6. It says, is this not the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? Someone says, but I'm sharing a flat to someone else. It's okay. When you see the naked that you cover him, say, but I just bought the shoes. I can't give somebody. Guy, God is not saying it like that. But, but see the last sentence. It says what? And not hide from your own flesh. How many people have phone numbers of cousins, friends, distant relatives, cleaners in your office that you have blocked because they are always calling you to ask for money? <laughs> Sir? Budget 2K. Oh, urgent 2K. Ah, that's okay. Urgent 2K. Exactly. Can I ask you this one? <laughs> that on account of Isaiah 58, it says, don't hide yourself from your own flesh. <laughs> Can we try? And had one more to the urgent 2K in your community and in the society and in your family. It doesn't matter the quantum. It is about the art and the willingness and the availability and the capacity to engage. And you know what happens? The more you engage, the more God gives you the ability to engage. Do something. Institutionalize it. Again, we're not too young. I like that thing. It is never too early to start. It is, I, was, I was watching something on CNN. So you know how CNN does this thing at the end of each year? Um, CNN heroes, right? And they will go and find 10 people who are doing amazing things and sort of just highlight them. I think about eight or nine years. I don't know whether they still do it, right? They did one, version, one edition that was, that, that was a spotlight of children. Children below the age of 13 who were doing incredible things. There was one boy who, I think a Canadian boy, who was raising money, nine, nine or ten years old, I don't remember how old, was raising money, okay, for borehole constructions in, 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 I think, somewhere in East Africa or something. And this boy had raised money for, for maybe the construction of about 20 or 30 or 100 boreholes. Yeah? So, so it is never too early. It is never too late, and there is nothing too small to commit. So what? So the first one is what? The poor and the needy. The second one is your community and your family. So when they call estate meeting, right? When they call estate meeting, please don't say that I am a tenant. I'm not a landlord. I say these meetings. You know, you know people have become very smart now. They don't call it landlord association anymore. They call it resident association. It means it's all of us. It's all of us. Whether you own the house or you, are, or you are squatting with somebody who is squatting with somebody. Yeah? All of us. Now, number three is send the gospel to the nations. The gospel of Jesus is a traveler. But he travels on the wings of currency. Yeah? The gospel of Jesus... He's on a mission. He's a traveler. He flies first class on money. That's what he does. Money to print Bibles. Money to pay missionaries. Money to send to build schools in the interland. Money to build churches and local assemblies in all kinds of crazy places. Money to translate the Bible into different kinds of languages that people have never heard before. All kinds of things. It needs money. It costs money to put all of this up. Hallelujah. So, 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 where is, it, where is the gospel being preached today based on a contribution that I have made? Yeah? That is another way that your money and my money must be going. Very clearly. Anything that supports 
the salvation of souls, whether at life point or anywhere else. Have you heard of these guys before? Gideons, the Gideons Bible people. Did they ever come to your own school and distribute Bible? Have you ever asked yourself where they get money from? Thank you for your honesty. They raise money from people like you and I. You know, there was something that was a fad when I was, when I was much younger. I mean, secondary school, primary school, primary school, secondary school. And that fad was that there were churches and ministries abroad that we used to write letters to, yeah? And say, I need tracts, I need Bible, I need something. And in some ways, I mean, I, I, did, it, I did it when I was in primary school or maybe even secondary school. They would then package stuff and send you tips, cassettes of messages preached in their church, or send you Bibles, right? Or send you tracts, right? And sometimes, all I wanted to do was just collect that thing for the purpose of being able to say I also got something. I didn't have any need for it. But somebody was paying for it. In fact, when I grew up and realized that some of those churches were churches that were not, they didn't have as many people as this, I felt very ashamed. but they were committed to sending their money on the mission of preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Final thing, so I can wrap up. I'm out of time already. Giving to authority figures. That's another mission to send your money on. Giving to authority figures. Remember your primary school teacher? Not the one that used to flog you. But the one that helped you to pass common entrance. Right? Can you do something? These are authority figures. This is Pastor BWS. He's a, she's our pastor. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 6, it says, They that are taught in the word should do what? They should share with those who teach them in all good things. Christmas is coming. That's a cue for someone, right? Pastor BWS is over there. And, and, and I'm, Pastor BWS, I apologize. I'm not trying to embarrass you. But I'm just preaching the gospel. I'm preaching what the word says. And it doesn't even have to be. You know, the thing is this. I, I, thought, I thought about this thing before, right? Sometimes we confuse prominence with importance. So, so we think about only the ones that we see. Or we see Pastor BWS here all of the time. You're forgotten your small group leader. The one that prays for you. Right? The ones who does all kinds of stuff just to make sure that, I mean, be a contributor to a part of your life, our lives. Be blessing to them. If you have a boss who is helping you, investing in you to be a better person, they may be earning more than you, but it is scriptural for you to say, I am, so, I am giving you something in appreciation of the fact that you have been a blessing unto me. It is completely scriptural. They may have, even your parents, that, that is the number one, my, our parents. That's where it starts from. Someone says, but my, my, he says, Pastor you don't know my dad. My dad is a big man. I understand he's a big man. But do you want to be a big person yourself? If you want to, you will obey the scriptures that says, honor your parents, your father and your mother. That's what it is. Give to your friends, people in your network, people in your circle, give to them. Be kind, be nice. That's part of the missions that our money must go on. Hallelujah. So is anybody accepting the mission this morning? Is anybody's bank account accepting this mission this morning? Somebody said no. Did someone say no? Oh, I, I, I believe I heard you, not no, right? Nobody says no. So, so, so this morning, our money must go on a mission. We must be intentional about it, whether it is small or big. I got married 17 years ago. I think that before I got married, so there was this guy in my office, my friend. He was just about two levels ahead of me. I was trying to get my first apartment. They said I should come and pay. It was somewhere in Bagada. Eventually, I was duped. Up to today, one, 180000 I still miss it. Anyway, <laughs> so I was looking to raise money, the balance of the money, so I could pay 
As I went to one person, please, can you lend me 5K? Can you lend me 20K? I will give you back. They said yes. So, so can you imagine? They gave me checks. I went to the bank to go and queue to cash checks of 10,000. That's, that's how we rolled in those days, man. There was no online banking. There, was, there, was, there weren't even ATMs at that time. So anyway, in this Lagos, in this Nigeria. So the guy gave me a check for 10,000. When I was ready to return the money, I went back to him. Now, this guy wasn't exactly, he was just two years my senior. So it wasn't, his salary wasn't even double my own. Maybe he was, maybe a third more than mine. So I went to give him back his money. And he said, do you know where to keep it? I said, why? I'm not a poor person. He said, no. He said, look, I've told you before, you know, that my wife and I, we have a portion of our income that is devoted to helping other people. That is where I put them, I pull that money out from. Yeah? So you have a beneficiary of our money on a mission project. Go and pay it for. Don't bring it back. This guy was, then I was 25-ish. I think he's two years older than I am. So he was 27, 27 or 28 at that time. Max, maybe he was 29. But at that time, he was married. Between him and his wife, they already had a, 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 a mindset that says, a portion of our earnings goes to blessing other people. And it was not a lot of money. We were not working in a bank at that time. Hallelujah. Can you rise on your feet this morning or sit down, whatever posture you like to choose? That's good. So can I tell you the assignment for the day? You need to create a budget for good works. All right? So, so can you reroute money from dirty December to blessing other people this December. Dirty December to blessing December. Yeah? They reroute money from dirty. I'm not saying don't have fun. Don't, no, no, no. I'm saying take out of it. Create a budget. Buy rice for someone to be able to have Christmas. I mean, to be able to have a meal for Christmas. Send somebody her time. You know, this morning, when I read that Isaiah 58, I'm confessing as well. I read it, I read it again this morning at 3 a.m. Yeah? About three, I woke up around 3 a.m. So I read it about past 4 a.m. this morning. Do you know what I did? That one I said, don't hide from your flesh. So I, so I took, I went to my WhatsApp message and sent a message to one of my cousins that has been asking me for money for like months. I said, today is today. Just send me the account number. I will try and send you something. I don't, the person wants to go to school abroad. I, I don't have money to send somebody to school abroad now. So I said, I, I can't give you everything you need to go to school abroad, but I will send you what I have. All right? That is what we're going to do. And of course, next year, we're going to try and work in this next level of saying, I don't know, 1%, 2% of what I earn every month goes to the Good Work Mission. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, so can you say after me, I am blessed to be a blessing and empowered to meet needs. I am a conduit of God's goodness. I am an extension of his hands. Spreading his favor to individuals, communities, and nations through my generosity. Look, ladies and gentlemen, God will take us to places where we're not just, we will not just be a blessing to the cleaners and drivers on our street. We will be a blessing to other countries of the world in the name of Jesus. We will be a blessing to communities in the name of Jesus. All right, so let's go. My capacity to give is fueled by God's love and not limited by a sense of scarcity. My eyes are open to see the needs of others and my hands are resourced to meet those needs. Going forward, my prayer list, my budget, my bank account, and my to-do list, they all reflect that meeting the needs of others is my priority because it's God's priority. As I bless others, I receive the blessings of a giver. Favor follows me. The name of God is praised and lives are turned around. The name of God is praised and lives are turned around. Can you go ahead this morning and just turn that to your prayer? I want to just pray about this for the next couple of minutes this morning. I want to just pray about it for the next couple of minutes this morning. I just ask that the Holy Spirit, I want to pray that the Holy Spirit just helps you. I want to pray that the Holy Spirit helps you, gives you a, 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 a money mission mindset. Good work, money mission mindset. If somebody has a, 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 already has a good work mission project that needs support, can you pray about it this morning? 
and ask that the Holy Spirit gives you the grace, the empowerment to be able to pull through in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray and ask this morning. The Holy Spirit helps you. The grace of God helps you. God strengthens you in the name of Jesus. That the power of God, the grace of God, God gives you a heart of compassion. A heart that is able to sacrifice for others and see their needs in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. Lord, because of your word. Lord, we thank you because we are empowered as men and women of great grace to solve problems. Lord, I thank you because we are going on a good works, money, mission crusade out of this place in the name of Jesus. Lord, because we are going to lay hold of faith to believe you, not only for our own needs, but for the needs of other people in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, because you're going to do wonderful and amazing things through us. By the reason of the message and the conversations of today, someone is going to look back in five years and say, I have been able to sponsor a hundred children through school in the name of Jesus. Because that is how much you're going to bless them. Someone is going to look back and say, I started an organization and we have paid hospital bills for a thousand people in the name of Jesus. Somebody is going to look back and say, I am on a project where we are paying rents for people in multiple parts of Lagos and in other African countries in the name of Jesus. Somebody is going to be so blessed and say, I take a portion of my company and the revenue that it is generating. We're using it to construct boreholes in different parts of northern Nigeria in the name of Jesus. Somebody is going to, somebody's testimony in 15, 20 years time, based on their obedience to you, will be because they are present in that family. Nobody goes to bed hungry in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've heard us. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we are prayed. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Can you put your hands together for Jesus this morning? Put your hands together for Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.